I've been playing outdoors since I was a kid, standing by the front door at around two years old, hollering, side, side, trying to get my mom to let me go play outside. Now, after 30 plus years working in the outdoor business, I'm dropping insider conversations every week with brand leaders, guides, marketers, CEOs, and others that make the outdoor business a trillion dollar juggernaut that drives product innovation, revenue, and public policy for everything outdoors. I'm Rick Says. Welcome to the Outdoor Biz Podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Miles to Memories podcast. I'm Sean Coomer, your host, joined once again by MTM's managing editor, Mark Osterman, and from As the Joe Flies, Joe Chung, all back together again for a second week in a row. This is absolutely amazing. I'm up here in the north of Scotland, watching my dad uh, drink lots of scotch, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about my trip. It's been excited. I got to spend the day on Loch Ness, searching for good old Nessie. That was a bucket list thing to do. That's funny because in uh, the Hyatt Chesapeake Bay that I love so much, downtown Cambridge, that brewery, uh, Rar Brewery, they have a, they call it Chessie, the Chesapeake not monster. So a ripoff for sure, but it's always kind of funny. Wow. Biters. (laughs) (laughs) I've, I've done that cruise and obviously you don't see anything, but it's a really nice lake cruise. It's just like really relaxing. There's no waves. Uh, We really enjoyed it. And the time we did it. No spoilers, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Richard. (laughs) But uh, it's, it's just like when we were there, like the fog rolled in and then it rolled out. It was just like, it was just really cool. And of course we didn't see Nessie. So we were suckers. So we bought, you know, a stuffed Loch Ness monster. I think we bought the female version, but you know, the kids were happy about it and one of their dozens of stuffies. So it was great. So I was glad to see. I saw I saw your picture on uh, Instagram, I think, this morning. It was really nice. So I hope, hopefully, Ellie enjoyed it. It was. It was beautiful. As you say, there was times where it was like overcast, there was fog, and then it got really sunny. It kind of reminded me a lot of like Milford Sound in New Zealand, but without all the waterfalls and stuff. But it was very, very beautiful scenery. And as you say, it's kind of like anticlimactic because you know you're not going to see Nessie, right? I mean, you're not going to see the Loch Ness Monster, but you're there, and uh, it's still pretty cool nonetheless. And then we, after that, we walked the, the four plus miles back to Inverness along the river, so it was really just a beautiful, uh, beautiful day here, and uh, really enjoying Scotland. One more day here before we move on to Paris, and uh, just a few days till I'm back at Disneyland Paris, my beloved Disneyland Paris, Joe, so I'm very, very excited about that. Where you get to smoke wherever you want. <laughs> Well, and hopefully you're not proposing to Jasmine or anything like that at Disneyland Paris because uh, I hear they don't play with people yeah, trying I to get up on that platform get... just to watch the guy freak out. Uh, freak that out. guy bring got it, fired. Bring... That guy got <laughs> fired, so don't oh, worry about he? it. Oh, did he? Oh, and I just assume. I just assume he did. You should bring a, a big baguette with you and then you can hit him over the head when he comes on stage. French joke. That didn't work. Like a lightsaber. <laughs> like a lightsaber. Now, the other thing, Mark, I did here in Inverness was I had a logger from Loch Ness Brewery, which I think you would probably Hope you got me some enjoy. swag. Get me some swag? I didn't. I didn't even know there was a Loch Ness. We were in this uh, the Scottish restaurant, and they happened to have it on tap, and I was like, oh, we should we should try that. And the cups are really cool because it says Loch Ness Brewery. So it was really good. So and I had some Scottish soup. I can't even pronounce it. It's like a potato and leek soup with haddock with fish, which sounds kind of weird, but it was actually delicious, but I won't try to pronounce what it was called. Yeah, good times up here. I'm not a big. Though. I'm not a big haddock fan. I've never never been big into that. You gotta fry it good. Yeah, that's like fish and chips up here. That's what they. That's what they use it for. I know. I like. I prefer cod. I don't know. That's just me. 
I mean, I prefer COD too. Yeah, I agree. All right, I got a question for you, Sean. Are you gonna take your dad to any? Obviously, you're drinking scotch up there, but did you guys visit any distilleries? Do you have any plans for that, or you know, not this time? So I've been trying to get him to one. He keeps saying he wanted to go to one. Um, we had some issues a few days ago where he got sick and wasn't feeling well, and that kind of threw us off. And uh, so we were going to do one down in Glasgow. It didn't. There's a lot of distilleries here, so we might do one tomorrow, although he wants to go to the battlefield at Culloden, which I think going to a distillery would be cooler than going to a, like a 400-year-old battlefield. My, po- my son made a good point. He's like, what are battlefields from that era anyway? You know, they, they just use swords and stuff, so it's not even like there's cannonballs or anything cool to see. Here's some grass where people were stabbed. <laughs> Pretty Georgia. much. Yeah, that's that's what it is. <laughs> uh, but he wants, so we're going to do that. So hopefully tomorrow, that's the answer. But then we have to take the train back down to Glasgow and then we fly to Paris. And it's interesting. This is just a little tip for people who take trains around Europe is they have so many different, and I'm going to say, say it like a British person will uh, or would. They have so many discount schemes here. You know, so many like this person gets this discount or you can buy our discount rail card or you know, all kinds of different stuff. So for instance, to take the train up here, you go one way and you pay like 80% of the, the round trip fare. So make sure you're buying a round trip fare. But they also have a promotion where kids are like just one pound, but they also have, you know, like discount for seniors or they have, you can buy these discount cards, like a family discount card. And, you know, you just have to know like all it is. So I highly suggest people, instead of like buying online or going to a ticket machine, if you see all these different discounts and you're not sure what you qualify for, just go to a ticket office. Did that in uh, in Glasgow, and it ended up being we ended up having to buy the family discount card and pay bigger prices for some of us, and then some of us got it for less. And you know, it's just so confusing. So just a just a tip out there. Never hurts to go up to a to a live person and ask them and say, okay, I know I qualify for this, but not that, or this and that. What's my best option? And um, you know, it ends up we have a discount card now for the next year. So maybe I'll come back to the UK. And I get 30% off all of my, my rail travel because I bought the, uh, the club card, if it will. I don't know. It's crazy. But, yeah, it's good times. Good times up here in Scotland. And I'm looking forward to Paris. Haven't been, uh, obviously, since 2019. So uh, I'm looking forward to that and uh, getting back to Disneyland. That's going to be fun. Where does, where does Disneyland Paris rank for you? Well, Disneyland Paris, I think before sh- this is going to get way too nerdy. So people are going to end up getting way too oh, drunk. You know I want to get I on this too, to this. so. You asked you know me this question. I want question, to get on this but, too, so yeah. But I think uh, up until, I think Shanghai I Disneyland. I take it back. No, no, no. You can't take <laughs> it back. It's too late. You're going to get spoiled, <laughs> You can't put Mark. the GD back in the bottle. Uh, I think Shanghai Disneyland is the most beautiful Disney castle park. But before that opened, I think it was Disneyland Paris. So they built it just very beautiful compared to all the other parks. Lots of ornate landscaping. The castle is gorgeous. Uh, it has like a animatronic dragon in the in the bottom of it. It's just a very unique Spoiler park. Alert. <laughs> All right. So, but yeah, it has the best version of Thunder Mountain. So, if people like that, it's it's amazing. It has a unique version of Space Mountain. So, yeah, it's a it's a great park, and I'm looking forward to going. I'm not going to go to the Studios Park, Joe, because Avengers Campus isn't open yet, and so there's really nothing new since I've been there. I have limited time, so we're going to concentrate on Disneyland Paris, and then. Next visit to Paris, I'll go to the Disney Studios Park for Avengers Campus and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's it's only and you know the ticket prices in the off peak days sixty six dollars. So it's actually uh, I don't know fifty two British Great British pounds if you buy it on a UK website sixty six US dollars, which is about half I think of what the parks in the US are going for a single day ticket. See, they could do it. They could make it. It's it's viable. They could be cheaper. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 
I mean, they could. So, yeah, I really love Disneyland Paris uh, in terms of a castle park, which means obviously a park with a castle in it. Um, it's it's really great and worth checking out, even for haters like yourself, Mark, uh, if you ever find yourself out. Well, Paris. for 66 bucks, you're not. You, yeah, you know, exactly. You feel so bad if you just go hang out for a couple hours and leave. I've been trying to talk my dad out of going because he's he's dead set on going to Disneyland Paris. He doesn't get around so well anymore. So like I'm I, I'm failing. He's going to go. And I'm like, well, you have to rent a wheelchair. And so that's going to be you know, they the don't John have Daly scooters. golf cart. <laughs> they don't have scooters like they do in the U.S. parks. There's like one company I found in all of Paris that you can rent from, but then you got to deal with them delivering it to you. You know, we're not going to do that. So I guess the only good side of it is he'll get like a disability access card. So that kind of skips some of the lines and stuff. So hopefully that'll help us out. And I am looking forward to going with him, but it's just a lot of, you know, walking. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. One, uh, Random thing that you made me think of talking about the trains, Sean, is that my dad, they're they're going to Germany in a couple of days. And he told me that I don't understand the logic, but Germany is trying to discourage people from driving this summer. And because of that, my dad, uh, and I don't think it's because he's old. I think everyone can get it. It's, there's a pass for like nine euros um, to just take trains around Germany all summer long. So nine euros, basically like the JR pass in Japan, but like for nine euros, it doesn't work for like inner city trains, but he said, you know, they're going to be taking trains the whole time. Um, Cause we were joking that it's like, you know, my son's going to be insanely jealous uh, of my dad getting to do that. So if you're going to Germany this summer, which I'm sure only is applies to a very small number of people listening to this right now, definitely check out what's going on with the train situation. Cause it seems like a pretty great deal. Yeah, that's crazy. Nine euros to, to, and those trains in Germany can add up quite a lot. So yeah, it's always good to like, to go to the website of whatever the national rail service is, poke around at all their discounts and their offers. And then, like I said, if there's a question, ask, you know, the people at the station. And if, you know, if you want to play in the gray areas, like a travel hacker would just assume that you qualify for the discount and uh, see how that works out for you. No, don't, don't do that. Ask for forgiveness instead of permission. Yeah. Playing dumb, you know, as a tourist works sometimes, as long as you're not like, buying a kid's ticket for an adult or something that's blatant. So, you know, and always pay attention to like, sometimes we don't think that round trip prices are a lot cheaper than one ways, but they do tend to do that a lot. So, you know, cause I, I like to do that. Sometimes I'll buy a one way ticket just cause I don't know exactly when I want to come back, but you know, you can buy a lot of times an open return ticket, stuff like that. So keep that in, uh, in mind. Just an update of my weekend. I ended up sleeping in a tent, which was not my favorite thing. <laughs> I went all Joe. Um, uh, this weekend but so sounds terrible (laughs) (laughs) so we and it was a tent in front of my own house that's the that's the real kicker but you know my mom came up and then my sister and her two kids so we had eight people in our tiny house which sean knows is very very compact so originally we had it worked out we had like a a a fold-up cot that we would have one of the boys sleep on and then the two girls would share a bed, and it was going to work. Well, we had forgot that we left the uh, the cot at home. So we didn't realize this till about 10.30 at night when everybody was ready to go to bed. <laughs> we are trying to scramble and figure out how to make it work and with the people that were there. And, and then my, my daughter had a tummy ache, so she wanted to sleep with my wife. So I was displaced, and we got it all kind of figured out. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna. We had popped up the tent for the kids to play in. It was just like a quick one that folds up into like a little circle. And you can carry it easily. So it was already popped up. I said, I'm just going to go sleep in the tent. And yeah, that did not work out so well. Well, you have a huge yard. So it kind of, I could see it being like very peaceful being out in the tent. But yeah. 
Wait, your back hurt? Well, How, yeah, yeah. Because we, we didn't have like a blow up mattress, a mat, a sleeping bag. <laughs> and it, it got down to like the 50, like low 50s, high 40s at night. So I just uh, just grabbed some NyQuil, did a huge chug swig of it. And was like, this will get me through most of the night. And then went outside. I threw some logs on the fire. So I went to bed and it was warm and it was good. I had a couple blankets and just passed out from the NyQuil. And then woke up at 3.30, kind of freezing. <laughs> And, and shivering a little bit. So I tried to get as comfortable as I could. And then, you know, you're feeling tree roots on your back and stuff at that point. So it was a bit rough. And then, of course, at 5 a.m., it's like I was George of the Jungle and everything was awake and making noises. And we had howls hoo-hooing to each other up and down the street. Birds, like, having uh, fights outside the tent, like, flying right by and, like, attacking each other and, and cacawing and squirrels jumping on everything so it was uh it was a limited amount of sleep let's just say that i had to come home and and pass out the thing i get most like stressed and paranoid about is i i mean i don't love all that but i can like deal with all that but i'm always paranoid that a single mosquito is going to be caught in the tent with me and i'm going to wake up with like 10 bites from this one mosquito like i cannot i cannot deal with that i I just i just i just can't as a kid, we'd sleep in like a tree fort and then wake up and your whole body would just be mosquito bites. It was horrible. I feel like doing what you did is something that when I was in my 20s, I would get away with. You know, I slept on a lot of airports and, you know, you're, you're a little sore, but you, you can live to tell the tale. You can deal with the loss of sleep. But now, like, it's just miserable. I, I you know, I agree with yeah. you. And at 40 years old, like, I feel every, like you said, every tree branch, I feel every lost minute of sleep. Now I'm going to be paranoid about mosquitoes. Thanks, Joe. But. I hadn't really thought about that one before. <laughs> yeah, we were. I was going to make the boys go out and do it, but you know, it was getting so cold, and and uh, my mom was freaking out that I was going to like freeze to death. I'm like, it's going to be like 49, 50. It'll be fine. It'll be all right. We'll we'll, we'll survive. You always hear those stories about the person who you know <laughs> they find him. <laughs> of course, I went out in shorts and a t-shirt, and I didn't even put on sweatpants or sweatshirt or anything because <laughs> it was warm when the fire was going, and then I just passed out from the Nyquil and woke up shivering. Did your mom? But I would not go inside. Boy? I would not go inside because I would not give her the satisfaction of me saying it's too cold. No, no, we did not go to the big boy up there. It's disgusting. She didn't get her her blue cheese dressing from the salad bar. No. That's, a, that's a shame. Tell her to come to that, Vegas so she can go to the tavern. The one by our house here is is nice, but the one up in uh, by the cottage is is. We went last time she was there, and it was so gross. Like they hadn't clean the floor in two years it was horrible and for everybody who's lost about this conversation this is a good time to plug mtm vegas right we talked about a new big boy tavern up in in vegas and how mark's mom loves big boy like i do except i hate the ones in michigan because it was i went to one last year and it was nasty so check that out on the youtube <laughs> the one by the airport YouTube. everything by an airport is bad sean it everything by detroit airport is really really bad like oh my god like, all even... airports go to newark and try to eat somewhere and tell me it's good okay Except Even in Atlanta. The Atlanta has a lot of great stuff, but no, I'm just kidding. Oh, I don't know oh. what's by Atlanta Airport, honestly. <laughs> but uh, you know, oh anyway. no, what was I gonna say? Oh, she did get her Coney dog, so that was her big. That's a big uh, Michigan Detroit thing. So she got to eat one of those, which made her happy. I'm looking forward to when I'm in Detroit in a few weeks to getting to do that because when I was there last year, what are, what are the two famous ones? American Coney in Lafayette. Yeah. In Lafayette, so I've had the American Coney in Vegas because they have a location in Vegas. But I wanted to get one of each, you know, to compare them. And one of, uh, and uh, American Coney was closed in Detroit, so we tried Lafayette, which I like a lot. I like them both a lot, but I'm looking forward to trying them both at the same time so I could compare yes, and Coney figure out challenge. which one's better. There you go. Yep. Joe, see what you're yeah. missing out on, this high-level stuff? <laughs> yeah, this is 
thrilling, gotta say. That and staying at the uh, the DoubleTree in downtown Detroit, which I'm gonna be honest, Mark doesn't doesn't look like the uh, most up to date DoubleTree, but I'm looking it's forward cool. to actually staying downtown though. It'll be cool. Unfortunately, there's no Hyatt's for Sean, so he's just he's he's upset about that. All right, Sean. So uh, I got a question for you. So I am going on this uh, Disney cruise to Alaska, which is not what this question is about. What I'm currently stressed <laughs> I br- about. I just brought it up randomly. <laughs> well, what I'm currently stressed about, dude. You gotta let me finish. Come on. Spoiler alert. What I I'm currently stressed about is when I'm in Vancouver, flying back to. I'm actually flying back to New Jersey. I don't know, like this COVID test before you come home. And then on the website, it says like you have to take it a day in advance, but we're not going to say 24 hours. But then if your flight gets delayed, you might have to take another one. And, you know, I haven't done any research on this yet. And I know that, Sean, you've definitely been looking into this because you're coming back for Detroit. Oh, I should have done that segue. But tell me what I need to know. Or I know a lot of people are going to be traveling overseas this summer and they haven't looked into it yet. You know, what do we need to know about testing to come back? Like, do I need to do it on video? Like, you know, what qualifies or what are you doing? Maybe I'll just copy whatever you do. Yeah. So I got advice. A shout out to Tim and Amy from Go With Less. You know, they're partners of ours. They have a great Facebook group for nomads and I highly recommend that and a great YouTube channel. But I kind of reached out to her before we left and she said, EMED. Now, I know a lot of people in the travel hacking space have used eMed, so it's fairly popular. And what you get is you get, what we did was six tests for $150, and uh, they ship them out to you. They can even do overnight shipping, so you can get them even if your trip is coming up. And by the way, Joe, I'm going on an Alaska cruise after Detroit, and it's on Carnival, so I'm really, really jealous of you and your Disney cruise up to Alaska. I'm doing it uh, well, certainly not the same Well, I paid approximately 100 times more. So I think you'll be, I think, I think Alaska will be as beautiful regardless. So yes, sorry. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. But uh, yeah, EMED is, you know, it's the same kind of antigen test that you get at home. Uh, The ones that, you know, the government's giving out for free, all that stuff. So if you've ever done one of those, it works exactly the same. The difference is that you go to, you scan a QR code, it connects you on your phone to them. And then basically you have somebody watching you take the test. And, you know, I, it's it's pretty easy. Like the first time you did it, we the first time we did it, we were doing it for each of the three of us. It was before our cruise out of Copenhagen. And we kind of really messed it up. There was times where like they had to yell at us because we weren't ha- handling the camera correctly. I highly suggest having somebody help you as opposed to doing it yourself, just because they want the camera held at a certain angle so they can see the test. And you're trying to swab yourself and it could get a little bit difficult. Time out. You mean help you like someone is Holding like the operating camera. the camera and then you're. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So basically that way you're in frame the whole time and the swab is in frame. You can't open the test until they watch you. So the tests have to stay sealed. And this has been a little bit of an issue for us because we had the six tests. And so we have three for when we go back to the U.S. But poor Jasmine's been carrying these stupid tests around for like weeks. And they're like in these cardboard boxes that are kind of big and you know, one of them's already kind of starting to open the box because, you know, just from getting smashed and stuff. So that's one consideration. Uh, but yeah, after we did the first one, it was fairly easy. We did the second and third ones simultaneously. You know, it, it, basically they connect you in the app. They talk you through it. There's times that they're using the front camera and there's times they're using the back camera and they'll let you know what, what they're doing um, because, you know, based on what they want to see and, uh, you know, takes about 15 minutes then you you call them back there's like a timer and it calls somebody back and they verify that the test is negative and then you know five minutes later you get a certificate so it's really easy 
you know, it takes 15, 20 minutes to do, and it's basically as easy as doing a, a test at home. Uh, but again, like the, the camera thing is a little wonky. I could see how people could cheat in this system too. Like it's a little strange because, you know, there's times where, like the first time, there was times where we definitely didn't have the camera correctly and they just sort of yelled at us for it. So uh, I wonder how like accurate these are, how people aren't, uh, aren't cheating on them. I do also believe that like in the UK, for instance, there's these tests that they sell in pharmacies for three or $4. And then you can pay like 20 pounds to upgrade them for the online version. Mark wrote about obviously uh, on the site, some of the tests that the US government sends out that you can upgrade. Although I think that upgrade option is always sold out. So, uh, you know, it's yeah, not always couple, easy. There's a couple different ones. It was a guest post. So definitely check that out. A couple questions I did have for you though. So you get the six tests, uh, I'm guessing they come individually packaged so you can use them since you're carrying them around, which I know was a worry of some people. Like if you get six, what if you don't use them all? So you can, they're, they have an expiration date, I'm guessing for that. And then did you do them like with the same proctor back to back to back, or did you have to call back in for each individual person to do it? You know, each one as a unique testing situation type of thing. Yeah, the EMED tests are the Binax Now tests, so they're basically the same as the Binax tests that you get at home. We did get a different proctor every single time. So on the, the first test, we used one of our phones, and then you know, basically when you are getting ready to open the test, you scan the QR code, and that brings up the website and connects you. And then once you're connected uh, to, the, to a random person, and you know it sounded like it was somebody in another country, right? They had a little bit of an accent, but no problem communicating with them, like everything... They knew exactly what to do. Like you could just tell that they this is a well-oiled machine at this point. So it was just very, uh, very easy to do. And yeah, each time you're gonna get connected to somebody different. And then they drop off during the 15 minute waiting period. So basically after the 15 minute timer goes up, you get reconnected to somebody else. So each time you're gonna get connected uh, with somebody else while you do it. And yeah, like I said, the, the tests have to remain sealed. And the boxes I'd say are probably like a half an inch thick, which is kind of thick. I mean, so it's kind of yeah. It's just like the pain. ones. Is it like as big as the boxes that you get at CVS, basically? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and you know, it already comes with the proctored stuff through eMed, so you don't have to upgrade anything. Um, like I said, the QR code's right there on the box, so you scan it and, and you do it. So it's super simple and like good customer service. No wait to connect to anybody. I know sometimes people have said they had waits with this. Every single time we were connected instantly, and right after the 15 minutes was up somebody instantly came on the line to verify the test and everything else. So it was, uh, it was really good. And I, uh, I would not hesitate to do it. I'm looking forward to us not having to carry those stupid things around as we're coming back to the U S in a, in a week. And I do wonder why we still have to test to come back to the U S given there's no other restrictions, but I guess, uh, I guess I was hoping that would Just go cause. away, but it hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> It'll probably go away the day, the day before you have to do it so you carried them around for nothing it is it's a little bit annoying that you have to buy six because if you're a single person that's i mean unless you're doing a lot of international travel you're never going to use them all up i guess you could split the cost with somebody else and give a couple away to them and and have them pay you but it would be nice if they gave you different options besides just six tests yeah it worked out perfectly obviously for us there's three of us and we needed it we knew we needed it before the cruise and then we knew we needed yeah, it yeah forget about back. your dad and your son screw them no actually so <laughs> pretty much um, no, we weren't going to carry him around, but so my son, he, he has been vaccinated, but not boosted. And so he needs a test to get into, into the EU to go to France. So that's what we're actually doing today, figuring out whether to get him just a test locally or to see if we can buy, find one of these ones that you upgrade 
because he's going to need to test tomorrow. And then hopefully we're going to find the ones in the pharmacy to upgrade and then I'll buy some extras for my dad and him to get before he returns. So yeah, just, just another reminder that like everything is crazy because you might think you're vaccinated, but in the EU now, most of the countries, or at least, at least, at least some of the countries in Western Europe, if you haven't been vaccinated in the last 270 days or had a booster, then they don't consider you vaccinated. Then you need a test to get in. So just another reminder that you, even though restrictions have dropped and like Europe feels very, very open, very few restrictions anywhere, there's still some rules and it would suck to get denied boarding, you know, because you didn't know about them. I didn't realize EU was requiring boosters. Man, the way that these websites and each country has its own website, like the way that they phrase everything, it just gives me horrible, such a headache. Like it's <laughs> like it's always out of date, too. I mean, part of me was like, uh, should I just drive to Seattle and fly home from Seattle so I don't have to deal with all this? You know, I was like, oh, it's only a two and a half hour flight, right? I mean, a two and a half hour, two and a half hour drive. Yes. Answer is yes. <laughs> I know. I already have. Yeah. Like... Why? Why can you fly? You can drive through the border, no problem. But you can't fly. It makes no sense. Hey, <laughs> like, uh, you know, look, we're, this look, is, we don't car... want to get political here, but this, yeah, this is a little ridiculous. Look, I, I think people generally know where I stand on things and. Even I find all this to be quite a bit of theater at this point. Although, Mark, the studies have shown that in a car, COVID dies. You know, that's why carpooling <laughs> through like, soccer games is safe. It's like right. if it ends up on your spaghetti sauce, you don't get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, come on. Uh, I, I just it's 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 a huge, gigantic headache. So we'll 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 figure it out. You know, I think I think my worst. I don't know, Sean. Have you had like like I stress about the concept of getting stranded somewhere and my dad just reminded us that we're supposed to be at um a verbo in virginia beach like the next week so if we get stranded in canada you know all of a sudden that's a lot of money on the line there so i don't know i got a lot of stress about well you know what you know what just dropped today joe is a great article guest post about travel insurance so you might want to might want to look at that one in case you do get stranded i do have a policy but um I mean, I guess we could get the money back, but, you know, I'd prefer not to be stranded in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, that I guess that's big, the bottom line. Yeah. That was a big reason why we switched uh, for my wife's 40th birthday from doing Christmas markets in Europe to going to Maui, just because if we got stranded, there was a chance that we'd miss Christmas with the kids and stuff like that because her birthday's in December. So it, it just wasn't worth it this year, unless if if things change and rules change, then we can always pivot and, and switch all the flights over and... And, move, and that's what's great about being able to cancel everything. But those are kind of the hoops you have to jump through, booking backup trips to trips and all kinds of stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, for my dad, I had, a, I had to go into this deep dive for travel insurance because I wanted to make sure he was covered for health insurance and for other stuff. And for seniors, it's a whole different world compared to like us. I have an annual plan through Allianz. And other than very slow claims processing, it seems to be pretty good. But, you know, they have different limits. And so I was able to find them. I think Treywick International is who I ended up going with for him uh, for this uh, for this trip because it specifically has coverage for seniors and, you know, better coverage. So, yeah, the world of travel insurance is something that's important. I did want to say two other things. With EMED, they do, Mark, sell two packs. So it's $70 for two of them or $150 for six of them. So okay. $35 each if you only yeah. buy two. Um, and I do believe you can get reimbursed at least up to whatever the maximum is for your, through your insurance. Like we, we submitted it to our insurance, but I haven't checked to see if it got approved yet, but that seems like know. the hoops are kind of annoying too. Cause I looked that up, uh, when, I, when we, when I had gotten COVID, we used burn through a lot of our tests 
you know, testing everybody else and stuff um, a couple, uh, like a month ago or two months ago. So I looked at if I just go, like if we order them from Amazon and they're like, oh, you have to fill out this form and you have to send it in and all this stuff. And I just went through and it's like, or you can just click here and they go to like their store to order the rapid test, which is perfect for at home. So I would say, you know, go to your insurance and check that because that's way easier than filling out forms. But if you're doing these international testing tests, that's not going to work for you. I'm just so dejected at how unfun this all sounds. <laughs> My soul has truly been crushed. Although, I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad. And that... it's just for a positioning flight back from Alaska. That's I know. So crazy. I, it shouldn't I, even I, be a thing. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad to, that EMED is pretty easy. Um, and then, you know, the other thing is I know I can get testing through Disney Cruise Line, but like like I was talking about, you know, our flight's at 8.45 a.m. the next day. I'm guessing we're going to get tested at like 7 a.m. the morning before. So, you know, 24 hours one day. It's just like I, I just can't. Oh, you got I the just overnight can't right now. too. Jeez. I just, I just what, can't right now. That's why I booked uh, nonstop from Detroit to Anchorage when we went just because I didn't, I didn't even want to have the chance of getting stuck on a layover and having to mess with that and the different rules and, and all that stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, we booked it with Miles, so we should be able to change it. The original thinking was we just didn't want to deal with the red eye, but I don't know. I got to talk to, you got to talk to everyone eye. involved. Yeah, so cut out the hoops. Yeah. Well, yeah. just think about this, Joe. My Alaska cruise stops in Victoria because you know every cruise out of the U.S. has to stop at a foreign port, so we can get off the ship in Canada, but then it just comes back to the U.S. and we don't need a COVID test to come back to the U.S. because it's the same as going yeah, over land. Because the ships are way better ship. than planes. <laughs> it's just the world we live in is, is insane. But, you know, I, I, everybody's working by a different set of rules. Hopefully, as this summer sort of progresses, things get back to normal. But it seems like, you know, on the news here in, the, in Europe, the staff shortages everywhere are just killing the airports, killing airlines, tons more cancellations. Is that happening in oh, the yeah. U.S. as well, Mark? Uh, I mean, over Memorial Day, there was a lot of cancellations and stuff, and it's it's kind of par for the course. But the KLM stuff, where they flew forty, I think it was forty-two planes back <laughs> to Amsterdam, empty, is so bizarre to me. Like, I don't know how that makes sense. So they can get people out of Amsterdam. I don't. It, it was it, wow. I mean, that's like that's like zombie apocalypse movie type things, where you're like evacuating people by sending in empty planes. I guess I guess that spreads Just the zombies. Ditch everybody. But Let's go. You know go. what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like somebody said summer travel was gonna suck, but <laughs> some genius who, uh, yeah, same genius who uh, slept in a tent last night. So I don't know <laughs> whose advice are we gonna listen to? Touche, sir. Touche. I'm actually gonna pay more in miles to fly after Detroit. We're gonna do a road trip down the East Coast, and then to get to Seattle for my cruise, it's gonna cost me more in miles or cash if I decided to pay that for that flight just across the country in the U.S. than it will to get back from Europe to get to Detroit. It's it's really insane. The prices haven't gotten any better. The availability is still low on a lot of flights. So, yeah, Mark was right in it. It's not going to get better. Just uh, wait till wait till the fall, and hopefully, uh, hopefully it'll improve then. I was able to lock up uh, Alaska first-class flight to go to Seattle. My buddy's turning 40, and he that was one of the options he listed, and they have a home baseball game. It's the guy I do baseball stadiums with. So it's like the first week of October, weekend of October, and I was able to find saver space for, for the flight. So fall does look a bit better, at least based on that. And then coming back on Delta, the prices weren't super crazy. It was like 20 k for main cabin. So, I mean, that's kind of good these days, which is crazy 
Well, the good thing about having to spend, to spend so much miles and points on flights is uh, American Express still throwing out points like crazy. So uh, you can rack up you can rack up all the points better than ever, and that that's really good, especially with transfer bonuses and stuff like that. And this week they sent out, I think I got 160,000 membership rewards offer. I think everybody that has an Amex business card got 100. Did you get one, Joe? <laughs> 160K offer, business platinum. No. Where, where'd you get it? Your email? Email. Yeah. Snail email. mail? What? Okay. Sean, tell us about the thing. Mark, look up what the email title is so I can Google, so I can search for it after Sean's not talking. Live podcasting once again. <laughs> I can tell you what I can double. I can uh, do two things at once. I'm smart. The offer is for the the business platinum. It's 150k after spending 15k in three months, and then if you add an authorized user and they spend 1k, which that 1k will count towards the 15k. If they spend 1k within the first three months, you get another 10,000 points. So it's basically 160,000 point offer for spending 15,000 dollars. And then when you add the authorized user, just add them as not a platinum card, and you can avoid the fee. So you'll get like a gold card. It still works. The same but you'll get a gold card and then you don't have to pay the annual fee so that's kind of i found it i found it earn yeah you can earn one hundred fifty thousand. there you go everybody got one june 1st i'm pretty sure if you get an amex business card you got this offer which is insane i mean i am currently working on one and then this new one it's it's no lifetime language like yes no one no one has found the language in the terms and Terms and conditions. Yeah. So when we say no lifetime language, that just means normally American Express will have a term at the top of like the offer that says, "You if you've had this card in the past, you can't get this offer." Something along those lines. And these offers that they're mailing out that are usually like, "Hey, you have a Blue Business Plus card. Why don't you increase your membership and get this Business Platinum or this uh, Biz Gold has a similar offer. It's 90k after spending 10k in three months plus a 10k authorized user bonus. So both of those don't have that language. So you can do it and What's unique about that is it gets around the no lifetime rule and it gets around the if you already have the card, you can't get it. So people are getting like two and three business platinums at the same time because of these offers, which is just insanity when you think of all all the clawbacks they've done. But for business, Amex business, it's wild, wild west. Can't you only get one every 90 days or something like that? Two, but it doesn't go to that's for credit cards. So charge cards is whatever. Sky's the limit, baby. But, so the other thing about well, this up till ten, up till ten charge yeah. cards. But the other thing that you didn't mention is this also, and I think this is big for like resellers or people like that. It has zero percent introductory APR for the first twelve months on pay over time purchases. Now you may not want to turn on pay over time because they've been giving out bonuses, twenty, thirty thousand points for people who don't have pay over time. But you know, I often use zero percent interest uh, offers around the holidays when I'm scaling up my spending to crazy levels it gives you more time to float and stuff like that so that's another consideration that probably not for everybody but uh, for some kind of businesses that's really good zero percent introductory apr so on top of crazy bonuses you know you don't usually get it's like you're having your cake and eating it too i think yeah um it's yeah. it's been insane this year and i'll say too i did a an article comparing the two like if you have a the business a lot of people have the business gold offer and the platinum business platinum offer and they're kind of debating between the two because most people can't do 25k and spend in three months. Some will struggle to even do like 10 or 15, the 10 or 15k. But if you can manage either or, uh, I did a breakdown of comparing the two offers and which one comes out ahead. And I thought they'd be somewhat close, you know, with the business platinum having a higher annual fee and more spend, and the Amex uh, business gold having better four times earning capability at like gas stations and shipping and stuff like that. 
but it was you know the the business platinum still blew it away even if you gave all the credits zero uh zero value it still came out slightly ahead but if you value the credits even a little bit like four or five hundred dollars worth of value then you're coming out you know close to a thousand dollars ahead or a little over a thousand dollars ahead is what i ended up coming up with so if you're kind of going back and forth between the two and you can do the spend business platinum is the better offer for sure i looked it up because i was curious it seems like it's gonna or at least the email i got it's gonna expire on july 31st so we shall see and they sometimes pull those earlier so you never know been burned up by that for before for sure yeah so some people will sign up for like the business gold now start the spend and then try to grab the platinum at the end of the month so they can space it out a bit so that's another option if you wanted to try to do both i'm kind of trying to slow down for the summer i did both earlier in the fall as a part of that ramp up to earn close to 14000 in the first quarter, $14,000 in the first quarter. But I'm trying to slow down this summer. I'm not, you know, out and about as much and not able to do the things I need to do to, to reach that level. So I'll probably just grab the business platinum for the third time in the last uh, 12 months. <laughs> I'm excited because I had ramped down my spending a little bit being on the road and being out of the country. And now I'll be back in the country for a bit. So I'm excited to probably grab the business platinum. Plus your uh, will points grab it. broke right now. been spending them not earning them as much yeah i i my balances have gone down i still have more than uh a lot of the cruise stuff getting so many cruise offers and spending so much nights on cruise ships saved me a lot but i just burned a ton of hilton points um on these hotels in scotland and stuff that i don't like spending 60 70 000 points a night on a hotel on especially on a hilton but i did that for my dad so i hope he appreciates it and then he complained about him (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh that's just you know you know parents and, and that sort of stuff so it's always uh it's always no, good I but love, i'm glad I love what, what'd you say to what he, he said uh it was okay and then what'd you say to him <laughs> i don't remember what did i tell him that he never that he never took yeah. me to a hotel as yeah. nice as this or something like yeah, that. he said okay you never took me you never took me to a hotel this nice when i was a kid <laughs> yeah and then he then he went on to say uh and i don't think i told you this part that he used to take me to the Hilton in Las Vegas. And I was like, well, it's not the same thing, right? It's just not the same thing, the Hilton in Las Vegas, compared to the Hilton in the old city of Edinburgh. Yeah, he, he's fun, but he's having a good time. You know, as much as him and I go back and forth, and, you know, I, we talked about this last week, so I'm not going to beat, uh, you know, beat a dead horse there, but it's really good to see him experiencing it, and it's fun to, to give that gift to him. And I got to do that in Hong Kong and Tokyo a few years ago, taking him on Singapore first class, Cathay first class, this is more of like a land trip, but you know he still flew here, business class on uh, on American Airlines. He's flying British Airways back, so it's good to share that. You know, to share the the fruits of our labor and learning this hobby. And um, so, yeah, he's a pain in the butt, but I'm glad that he gets to have the experience for sure. All right, and I think uh, that's going to do it for us. But I did want to talk really quick. I know Joe has to go, but every month our listenership grows, and we keep hitting records every month. And we wanted to say thank you to everybody out there and. We're really close to a to hitting a number that's been important to us for a while. So, tell a friend about the show. You know, we're we're glad everybody out there has been enjoying it, seeing every episode get more and more downloads, all the the great reviews people leave us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you know, all of that good stuff, and uh, it's been exciting to see the growth continue. And I just wanted to thank both you guys and thank everybody out there listening uh, as we continue to try to bring you a fun show. A little bit different, you know, where we're sharing our personal lives, sharing some relevant information, having some laughs along the way, spoiling movies about fighter pilots and uh, 
and everything else. So they shot at planes. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. There are missiles. <laughs> All right. And uh, before we go, Joe, where can people find you when they're not listening to this fine podcast? You can find me at As Joe Flies, all of our social media. And I did confirm the 190 rule is you can't get the same exact card, whether it's credit or charge from Amex, uh, more than once in 90 okay, days. Yep. So I'm going to have to wait. But maybe 90 days will be before July. Maybe 31st. you got the maybe you so, got the business gold in there, too. Oh, yeah. I got to check. I got to check. <laughs> all right. Anyway, how about you, Mark? I just don't want anyone to send us angry emails. Mark. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter at Detroit Mark. Email me, Mark, at Miles to Memories, or comment on any of the articles. I should say, uh, this past Saturday, we broke a record for most readership in the history of the site for one day, so that was pretty cool. Um, so comment on any of the articles there, or and I'll get back to you. Uh, join the Facebook groups, and uh, we can converse in there as well. How about you, Sean? Yeah, that was amazing to see that the record day, and it was almost twice as much traffic as we've ever had and it was a crazy amount the entire weekend. We also had our, I think, our second and fourth best days over the last week. So thank you to everybody who reads the site in addition to listening, watching our YouTube channel, our Vegas stuff that Mark and I do at youtube.com forward slash miles to memories. We have our Diamond Patreon. We got what 300 and some odd people in that private group with private Slack and uh, Facebook groups and all the content we do there. So thank them for doing that. And you can join if you're interested at patreon.com forward slash miles to memories. But you can find all of our stuff at milestomemories.com, the podcast, the videos, the Patreon group, everything. So, milestomemories.com. the goodbye ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't do enough plugging, so, you know, we're plugging a little bit at the end. There at least go. we did it at the end, so people probably already shut it off. So, there thanks so much for listening. Talk to you next time. They skipped right to the outtakes. Today, Junior. But but you 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 know. Stop! I started over. I got it out. Come on. I'm still thinking of that mean joke you made about him. Okay? No. <laughs>